What are you doing? Nothing. Is that for the incinerator? Yes. Well, what is it? It's just some things you told well, me to throw away. No! No! Give me back! Give me back! Let me see what's in How are you coping with the stresses in your life, whether it's your kids driving you crazy? Are you going out and drinking and gambling? Are your husbands bugging you so you go out and spend? How are you coping with the stresses in your life? What are good methods of coping? And what are methods that are going to mess you up royally? It's my pleasure to welcome to the show Dr. Ed Locke, who is an expert on stress and coping. Dr. Lux, a professor emeritus of psychology and business management at the University of Maryland. He's a Harvard alumnus with a PhD from Cornell. He has written so many articles and books and edited many books, and he's got wonderful courses uh, from self-esteem to setting goals to improve your life and happiness. I want to welcome you to the show, Ed. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you on, as always. Today we want to talk about coping with stress. How do you cope with stress? I mean, we know what stress is. Everybody feels it. You go through life with it. But I want to give you the following scenario and tell me what this woman's doing that's not good and what she could do that's better. I'm a 60-year-old with grown married children, and I'm alone. I work many hours each week, and I've been alone for a long time. I've had three bad marriages. I want companionship, but I don't know where to go, and I'm afraid I'll meet a real butte. It's just my luck, and I'm so stressed out. On the weekends, I sit home and drink. My kids don't even know I, I do this. Your advice would be welcome. Okay. Did you say this is a 60-year-old male 60 or female? 60-year-old woman. Woman. Okay. All right. Well, um, here's... Here's what strikes me first. Um, she's had three failed marriages. So one of the questions I'd ask is, uh, does she have any idea why they failed? Um, and that can be um, oh, several reasons. My first husband cheated on me and my... Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, there can be reasons. Number one, you have a bad way of choosing people. Uh, which might need to be corrected with professional help. Number two, you might have flaws in your own character or actions which cause people to lose affection for you. And uh, it would be very important before telling you, suggesting what to do next uh, to find out what are, what are factors that led to uh, the failures of your other marriages. Uh, especially if you've made bad selection decisions or you have flaws in yourself. Um, now, given that you've resolved that problem, the issue is how to meet people, uh, what I would do is go on the internet, uh, which there are many, many internet sites for romance. Uh, some are age-specific, some are education-specific, but um, you can go on one that fits your profile and work out you know, ways that you might meet people in your area in a safe manner, uh, you know, such as uh, you know, meeting them at a cafe so they don't know your phone number or your address, and um, you know, getting to know the people and, and seeing how that will work out, um, but taking it slowly. So uh, in addition to uh, meeting people of 
uh, for possible later romance. A lot of other activities in most towns that you could get involved in based on your personal interests. Uh, too numerous for me to bother listing, but there's many, many activities you could get involved in so that you wouldn't sit at home drinking all weekend, which is not a very healthy thing for you to do. So basically, if I'm just sitting home and drinking all the time and I'm avoiding going after what I want, I'm mm -hmm. stressed because I want the, the value, the goody. Mm -hmm. And the goody is I want a romantic partner. Right. So you're trying to drown your bad emotions uh, with alcohol. In other words, you're focused on uh, emo emo what we call emotion-focused coping, which doesn't really cope in the end as opposed to what I call action-focused coping, which is taking the action to remove the underlying cause. And the reason you're drinking is because you're alone and probably depressed oh, about I your failed marriage. Oh, I just feel so badly for myself. I mean, I, yeah. think I ruminate about it all the time. I'm always thinking yeah. about the first marriage and mm -hmm. what he did to me with the affair mm -hmm. and then the second marriage. And, mm -hmm. you know, I just... Uh, it, it just... It's so upsetting to me, I can't tell you. And I, yeah. I keep it from my kids, so I can't even get along with my kids. This Professional not... counseling you know, might be called for here um, because um, there might be things about yourself that you don't understand. Yeah, well, why do uh, I rum I mean, why am I ruminating? Why am I always thinking about well, this? because you're unhappy and your life didn't turn out like you wanted. So the question is, what can you do now to turn it around? And that means taking actions. And I think the first in this case is to understand yourself and your past relationships to see <clears throat> uh, if you've made mistakes in judging men <clears throat> and if you have flaws in your own character or personality that makes men <clears throat> not want to uh, love you. Yeah, well, I, I think I've got a lot of guilt, too. Mm -hmm. and I, well, I mean, <clears throat> it may be that you're fine and you just picked wrong people, but if you did, you need to know why you picked wrong people and what qualities that you need in a good partner that you didn't pick. I mean, before I go out and yeah. date again. And if it's flaws in you, um, you know, as a last resort, you could uh, call one of your partners and say, um, tell me all the flaws you saw in my... Oh, he'd love to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all right. Um, and, and then ask yourself with your therapist, say, this is what my last husband told me. Um, and, and I know he's a little bit hostile toward me, but uh, let's just see if any of these things are objective, uh, objectively true. And if so, what, what would I do to correct them? Yeah. Uh, some of them may be biased, but it's good to get a perspective like that. Well, I think just talking it through, with, if I could get rid of some of the guilt, maybe that's what's really keeping me back, because that's why I keep thinking about it. and It's yeah. just so painful. I mean, my first husband, I'm so angry with him, and my last yeah. husband, I cheated on him. Mm -hmm. And so I think I've just kept all my feelings so it repressed. So, uh, so if you cheated on him, it suggests that uh, it was a very unsatisfying relationship. So a question to ask is how you got into a relationship that worked out so badly. Yeah, he was a good guy, too, so that's why I feel so guilty. Yeah, but obviously something was missing if you were tempted. Yeah, well, I think I'm punishing myself, too. So basically what you're saying is that you want to use rumination to uh, not to just sit and ruminate, but to resolve the guilt, to, to get into therapy, to think, to instead think of ruminate. it. Yeah. And if you need professional help, uh, uh, get it so you can 
and start doing something proactive instead of just sitting and feeling sorry for yourself. Right, and when I feel sorry for myself, I compound it because I'm keeping it from my kids, so I don't even Mm -hmm. have them as what they call social supports. Mm -hmm. So uh, basically, and you're also giving me some points on how to be action-oriented, how to get on the Internet. I mean, at the age of 60, that's not Mm -hmm. easy. Uh, No, but it's certainly very common, and it's certainly, and really, it's a blessing um, for... uh, people as a way of meeting people. Yeah. And of course, it's true that it's harder for 60-year-old women to meet others than 60-year-old men. But on the other hand, there's a lot of um, older single men out there, so it's not something you should give up about. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Locke. And again, you can go to com to get tapes and books by Dr. Locke. Thank you for having me. If you're seeing things running through your I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness, and I look forward to joining you again next week. And you can visit my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke. Sometimes gender is the source of conflict between partners. In general, women want intimate emotional relationships and are often socially skilled, whereas men are preoccupied with proving their strengths and competence, including in sex. They want to get things done without unnecessary talk. Women sometimes have trouble understanding why men seem to be oblivious to emotional issues. And men sometimes are confused when women get upset instead of just going along or solving problems. In these respects, each feels invisible to the other. When they argue, they are on different wavelengths. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.